Hi, this is Zach Semke with PassFast Accelerator, and thanks for tuning in to this special bonus episode of the PassFast podcast, recorded at Passive House Network's 2023 conference in Denver, Colorado. And a big thank you to Enersign for the support of the series. The interview you're about to hear was hosted by Mary James, our Director of Publications and co-host of the PassFast podcast. Welcome, Andrew Mitchler, to the Passive House podcast. Can you just tell us what you do and what your company is? I run a little teeny um, bespoke architecture design firm called Hyperlocal Workshop, and there's three of us working on various continents, uh, so we all work at home. And we have about maybe 10 Passive projects in design now, and two in construction, and one just about finished at the moment, so all single family at the moment. The two that are in construction, are they both in Colorado where you're based? No, one's in New York and one is in Colorado Springs. Um, and they were about to break ground for another one as well in Colorado. So I'd say most of them are in Colorado and then one in New York. And I understand that uh, you've been working on a project with Bronwyn Berry. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about the basics of that project? Yeah, so that in Colorado Springs, I had a client call and they bought this um, uh, beautiful piece of property looking overlooking Pikes Peak. So it's right near the Garden of Dodge, which is this magnificent park, just a block up from it. So it's just this really very, very mountainous oriented space in an, in an old kind of funky neighborhood. So, um, so uh, they're building themselves. So. Uh, the owners. So what they did was it's essentially a duplex. So like they pooled the money between the parents and, and the daughter and her husband. So that's how they were able to afford building it. And they needed, you know, she loved Passive House. The person contacted me and she took the builder's training and she was totally obsessed with Passive House and, and design, things like that. So that really kind of helped us have somebody who was willing to continuously learn through the park process and own the process on their side. So that was great. Um, but what wasn't great was they never built anything before this size. They have only done retrofits. So um, they ended up um, having learning a lot of lessons about building on a hillside, finding contractors for concrete, things like that. And then we um, we decided early on that we wanted to um, propose to do this as a panelized project. Because uh, it was, you know, we had beams and pretty tall walls, lots of insulation. I think we just killed them trying to do this themselves. So we, we worked with Collective Carpentry uh, in Vermont, uh, BC, and developed panels with them and brought them down on site. And I think it took about four days to get the building wrapped up on site. And that was fun. And how was the process for you as a designer of working with panelization? Was this your first time doing that? Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty nerve-wracking because um, you can't really change things, you know, on site. You kind of get used to that for the change orders, you know, after the construction documents. So the coordination was, there's a lot more coordination. And, of course, now you're creating another set of drawings for the panels. 
So like there's another layer of things to happen and to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Um, Collective was really uh, concerned about some of these angles and making the angles fit. So they put in one inch tolerance to the panels where there's some interesting angles to get the view but still be south facing, not west facing. Those kind of challenges architecturally we had to deal with. Um, and we ended up with a one inch gap on site. So there's like everything to, to my happiness was uh, worked exactly out. Exactly as in, predicted. Yeah, exactly as predicted. And just we just we just met with Collective a couple of days ago at the project and talked to the owners and talked about how happy they were. And, and I'll follow up with the Collective about some things that we, we'd like to coordinate with them more on. So I just talked to their lead architect last night. And so that, so that, that interaction is really helpful on the design side to understand how to integrate our process with their process. And now that you've been through the process with a panelization company, yeah. um, do you feel like uh, this is an approach you would recommend to clients for future projects or were there specific aspects of this yeah. project that... Yeah, I'd say um, kind of pan- we're doing almost all our projects as panels and big part of that is that we're doing them up in the mountains and it's hard to find crews up in the mountains who can do something like this and the management the management of the air tightness and the weatherization process is sometimes a little more big ask for crews. Um, and we're working, we're looking at, I have another project that's uh, with Ecococon, which is a, which is a panel that's made in Europe and it's made from straw. So we're just about done with structures of that. And now we just started the coordination phase in earnest with Echo Cocoon on developing those panels for the house. Those That's up in the mountains. And, and I'm sure Echo Cocoon must be excited because I know I've heard about their, I mean, obviously they've been around in Europe for yeah. quite a while, at least 10 years, right? Yeah, I think 10 years is about right. And um, but I haven't heard of any projects in the United States. I think there's four now. Um, three that are built, and there's a big one. There's like a four thousand square foot monastery that's in construction now. So um, the idea is to um, for Echo Cocoon. Um, they they're very serious about developing U.S. production, and a big part of what their push is is to um, the carbon side of it like a no-till farming for the product, for the raw product, for straw, things like that. So so they can actually provide a carbon sink material asset for us in the building, which is pretty amazing. Um, and their process is really slick. I've known the, develop, the person who developed it, Jörn Kirov, for a long time and spent time with him in Slovakia and been to a lot of his projects. And they're, they're, they're just absolutely very visceral. Their, the panels themselves are beautiful. They're finished in clay plasters. Um, so these are very, very elegant buildings. And in a, in a collaborate with Echo Cocoon to design a um, eight-story uh, tower uh, multifamily in Los, in Los Angeles um, a couple of years ago. Is that going to happen? Well, that was for uh, Venice Architecture Biennale. So it was a proof of concept about passive house, multifamily, um, all these other issues, but it's really about the carbon question and how buildings 
speak directly to the carbon issues, both socially, economically, and also physically. So we're looking at uh, passive house um, certification, um, passive house plus, passive house premium certification. PHI helped me consult on that. We consult on that part. And then we did a carbon calculation in the building as well, full building carbon calculation. So it was just a way to like see, does this really work? Because it takes a long time to do that. And you kind of publicly talk about it and display it. So that would be fantastic to kind of push those boundaries. Because Echo Cocoon can go up to about four stories. And then so we put it on a nice timber podium that we worked with uh, another company that makes that Ligno lock. It's a wooden nail. They have a wooden nail. And they developed this entire wooden nail panelization system. So those are the two people that helped with that. So all offsite, you know, it's, and it's all, it's all emerging, but also now kind of shovel ready products and technologies and systems. So. And it's exciting to have a wide choice of panel options to pick from when you're. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was just at the Bee Public Factory, and I live part-time in Santa Fe, in Bee Public Space in Santa Fe, and they've been friends of mine for uh, quite a while, 12 years or so. Um, and to go to the factory in Las Vegas and to see how streamlined and simplified they've got the process down, so like they have control of costs and complexity and all those things are really well integrated because of Jeremy Sanford's experience over the years of Pass Pass Architect and thinking about that. And so I'm, I'm excited to see if one of our projects will work for me public that's, that's just uh, maybe you know, four hours north of near West Cliff, Colorado. We have a great project there. And then we have two other panelized projects. Uh, one is in Costa Butte, another in Golden as well. So, And everybody loves it. But um, we looked at Passive House panelizations for a fire rebuild for the restored Passive House. And the lots were, we needed a different wall system, honestly, that um, we could, that needed to be a little bit thinner, that we need a little bit more control on site. With. So we weren't able to penalize those types just due to the law constraints. So there's definitely limits to penalization right now at certain times. And there's definitely a cost premium. Um, so you're getting, you're getting quality assurance. And you're getting speed on the fabrication side, but on the other side, um, you're definitely paying more for that. If that's something where you have local crews who are experiencing stick framing. So, right, which is a big if. Yeah. As you said, you know, if. when you're building up in the mountains, you can't necessarily find the crews that have the experience to build what you want. And, no. And yeah, I mean, like, Truck after I've done, I've done my passive house, another neighbor's passive house, and truck after truck for months on end, slogging up through the winter time. You know, all those trips, lumber getting wet. Nobody knows what they're doing on site, so like the QA process is hard to manage. Unless you're with an experienced company, it it can really wear people down. And there's times I'm sure the projects uh, didn't get certification just simply because of logistics. Issues, not nothing technical, nothing like that. So, well, you certainly sound like you have your hands full for twenty twenty four. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's um, it's really neat to see it really take off organically in Colorado. And uh, and I and I've been saying this for a long time. The Colorado is such a 
in New Mexico, it's just a fabulous place because of all the sunshine. And we have these beautiful, these really cold nights, sometimes warm days. So we have all the conditions of passive house modeling working really well. So now it's just kind of executing it and having this conference will be interesting to see what comes out of people, out of it as people's motivation to like go big with this, you know? So that'll be the big conversation for the next year, I hope. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming by and talking. Yeah, my pleasure.